Welcome to the LBM Journal Recruit and Retain Podcast, hosted by Ricka Brandon, the leading recruiting expert in the building products industry and founder of buildinggurus.com, where LBM and building product leaders go to learn how to solve their hiring and retention challenges through education, empowerment, and expertise. In each episode, Ricka and guests will dive into what's working now in recruiting and retention. You'll get insight and actionable advice in every episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the LDM Journal's Recruit and Retain podcast. I'm your host, Ricka Brandon, and with me today, I have one of my favorite students who is really putting recruiting best practices into action. So without further ado, I'd like to have Jen introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about herself and the company she's with. Well, hi, everyone. I am Jen Mahaffey with Medallion Industries in Portland, Oregon. Like many of you, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, Mostly it's related to people and their performance. I try to help Medallion hire and retain the best employees possible. So I suppose you could call me the unofficial director of people, but I think officially I'm the hiring manager or recruiter. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. So if you hear me drop a y'all in the middle of this podcast, you'll know why. Um, (laughs) I've been in the Pacific Northwest now for 13 years, and for 11 of those years, I have worked for Medallion. And at Medallion, we are a reseller of windows, doors, and millwork to builders and occasionally directly to homeowners. Um, Most of that is uh, residential new construction and remodels, probably 85% of our business is that. The rest is commercial and multifamily. Uh, Our annual revenue is 40 to 50 million a year. And like I mentioned, our headquarters is in Portland, Oregon. We do have a smaller satellite office in Livermore, California. And our sales territory covers Oregon, Southwest Washington, and Northern California. Well, Jen, I am so glad to have you on today. Um, you are somebody I really admire because you do the work required to get the results. And it's been just so fun to hear about the results you're getting and medallions getting from your efforts and activities in going beyond just posting and praying. Uh, so I'm excited to dive deeper into that with you today. And I think there's going to be a ton of value for people. And really, my hope is that, you know, you'll be able to share what you've done and also help people understand it doesn't have to be quite as scary as they think in their head it might be. So what is one thing that you really started to do um, that you're starting to see a lot of benefit from that maybe people aren't aren't comfortable doing? What is that thing that you feel like has been a big difference maker? I would have to say the biggest thing is that we don't just sit around and wait for candidates to apply to our ads. Um, We have really uh, changed things up by going out and recruiting directly. One of the things that I think is uh, money that's very well spent is Indeed's uh, resume subscription service. It's not that expensive. And it allows you to go out and search people's resumes on their uh, database by keyword, company, location. It also allows you to save your searches where it'll send out automatic emails to you whenever somebody uploads their, I'm sorry, uploads their resume or updates their resume. And I can't tell you how nice it is to be sitting in your chair at the office and then all of a sudden you get an email that comes through and says, hey, this driver or this warehouse manager at your competitor just updated their resume. And you get to be the first one that has contacts them because you know about it immediately. 
Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, that's really anybody who's heard me talk. Uh, I believe deeply that most of what people call recruiting internally is really more of attraction. And if we're going to look at attraction versus recruiting, it's very similar to marketing versus sales. So marketing, we work hard to have the right message in front of the right people at the right time. That is the same thing with attracting. We want to make sure our job ad has the right message. We want to put it on the right platform and we want to have it and excite them enough to apply, right? In marketing, we're trying to excite them enough to actually come and buy the product. Um, The difference though is between attraction we're doing a lot of posting and praying, right? We're doing the best to set ourselves up for success, but we are relying still pretty heavily on luck. And when we switch over to recruiting, as recruiting in the world of RICA, right, which is more of that direct targeted recruiting, we are leaving the vast majority of our competition behind us. We're doing things that are slightly uncomfortable that lots of people aren't willing to put in the time to do, and it yields massive results in most cases. And that, in my opinion, is kind of like where marketing turns into sales, where now we're being really, excuse me, real intentional about who we're reaching out to and we're being systematic about it. And that to me is a really good way to look at the recruiting continuum, right? Attraction is similar to marketing. Recruiting is similar to sales. And it just requires a little bit of courage and follow-up, right? So I love so much that you've really embraced this. Indeed's resume um, subscription is such a, you know, at, at the time of this recording, it was about a hundred bucks a month for 30 contact info. So if you needed more, you could obviously buy more credits to contact people. Um, but it's a no-brainer investment uh, if you are looking to go beyond just, you know, hiring the best that applied. And I always like to say, you know, the best that applied, you might not use the word best to describe them in any other way, right? <laughs> so, um, and of course, we get great people through job postings, all of that stuff. But when it is critical and urgent to get right, going that extra mile really can be a huge difference maker. So let's talk a little bit about that, Jen. Why don't you share some of the ways that you've used it and some of the results it's gotten for you? Um, so kind of as proof of concept, right? I can say it all day long and they're like, ah, eh, she's a headhunter. You know, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you've done and some of the successes you've had with that direct recruiting approach. So one of the things we did recently was I, um, using the search features that are on Indeed, I put in some keywords and some of our competitors' names, and I came up with uh, one guy that looked like he would be the perfect fit for our door shop. So I reached out to him directly and uh, asked him if he'd be willing to have a conversation with me. He responded back and he said, yes, he'd be willing to have a conversation. And when you res- when someone responds back on Indeed, it gives you their email address and their phone number. So that allowed me to be able to contact him by phone. And after having a conversation with him, I was able to get him in touch with our operations manager. And from there, they had an interview and he was the perfect hire for this position. So a couple of things Jen said here that I think you might gloss over and miss is she reached out to him and said, would you be open to having a conversation? She didn't say, would you be interested in coming in for an interview? So when we're dealing with passive candidates, we approach it a little bit differently. Now he had his resume up on Indeed, so he's borderline active, right? Um, But with that, that's a a semantic thing, but it matters, right? Another thing that often matters is to say a confidential conversation. Um, So in that case, I just want to point out that her language she used there is really good because yes, they might want to come in for an interview, but you're going to get a lot more yeses if you say, would you like to have a conversation? Um, And again, it's one of those things where it's a small but big difference in how we're doing the outreach. Um, And then she had that initial conversation with them. 
and then quickly got him in front of the operations manager. And the reason that's the right play with people who are semi-passive is because they're going to have questions that she's not going to be able to answer for the most part, right? Just like me when I'm helping my clients, you know, that that's the deep end. I have to stay in the shallow end about the information, right? And so they are able to develop a deeper rapport and have a deeper dialogue than we can have when we're not experts on the role. Um, so just wanted to point out a couple of things that Jen just highlighted and went over um, so you guys can see kind of those subtle milestones and those triggers in the process that are going to help you have more success. Okay, so that went well. The operations manager clearly closed the deal. You hired the person. Awesome. Then what happened? So we hired the guy. He's now working at Medallion, but we uh, thought a little bit further ahead and talked to him about, does he know anybody at his previous employer who might also be interested in coming to work at Medallion? Turns out there were three other guys that at his previous employer that were also interested in having a conversation with us. Now we have four new employees from our competitor that are working in our door shop. And it is amazing because we have these four qualified guys, three of which we never would have known about if we had not asked the question. Yes. Thank you. See, now she's identifying her teaching points. Great job, Jen. Um, so that's the other part, to ask for referrals. Now, I'm going to have a little sidebar soapbox Ricka moment here. Um, lots of times you guys hear me saying, like, you have to make sure that, you know, the talent and the market is driving your wages, right? We, I know we have to try to fit it in the profit and loss. But what happened to this small company is they weren't taking care of that employee. And it went so bad that they put it up on the database for Indeed. And then Jen reached out where they don't have to learn a whole new industry. They're going to be valued for their expertise. Awesome, right? And then reasonably speaking, we can assume that the compensation plan was better, right? And so when he thinks about his buddies at work and he's like, hey, who else would be interested? And he's like, yeah, they all would, right? You know, because it's it's a much better offer. So that company, because they didn't take care of their people, and they didn't have competitive wages was at risk. And I talked to a lot of you guys about being at risk of, yep, you can choose to pay lower than market rate. You can choose not to have a great benefits plan. You can choose not to allow any PTO in the first year. You can make all these choices, but understand it's a risk because all it takes is a call or an outreach from one recruiter and one person goes and then several more follow. So this is such a great example of proactive recruiting, asking the right conversation, and also a cautionary tale of looking inside. Are you taking good care of your people? Are they going to get an opportunity to come in and get paid more money with the same amount of job and have better benefits? And you're going to lose half of your staff in one fell swoop. Uh, so I did think it's a great example of how recruiting done well. All we're doing is showing people a path. They get to choose to walk up it, right? And as companies, we also need to make sure that it makes sense for them to stay with us. So anyway, I just think it's such a great example of how crazy powerful it can be. And also like, uh, yes, make sure you're keeping track in your own house that you're taking care of the people that you need to have a thriving business. So anyway, I digress, but I love that example, Jen. Um, let's talk a little bit about how we can actually start doing the sourcing online and some of the things you know where it's a little bit easier. Obviously, you and I know we can go super we can get a little geeked out on it and talk about <laughs> how to how to go deep and deep and wide and long. Um, the first thing I want to say is, you know, if you are in um, Alpine, Wyoming, you know, or per se Jamestown, North Dakota, you are not going to have as good of results and as many choices 
on the resume databases as somebody who's in Portland, Oregon, or Denver, or San Francisco. Uh, population and size of population definitely matters, um, but there are still people out there, right? So don't be like, oh, we're too small. I know everyone. Don't let that limit you. It's a hundred bucks for a month. Try it out and see what you find, especially when you're desperate for drivers. There's actually a fair amount of drivers on there. And most of your competition isn't actually looking at the resume database. They're just posting jobs. And you're one of 50 driver jobs open. Um, so that's the first thing. What is one of the kind of quick and easy ways that you use to find people, uh, Jen? Uh, one of the easiest ways without getting too deep into the weeds of how to use the, the different searches is we have a list of, I mean, frankly, some of our, our competitors in the area mm -hmm. and we go on to the um, Indeed search and you can list by what's the current job that somebody works at or what's the last job somebody worked at. And we put the competitor's name in there and the location and it brings up the list of employees that either currently work there or used to work there. And you can sort by last time that the resume was updated. And it kind of shows you who might passively be kind of looking. Maybe they're not out actively applying online, but if they're updating their resume, it's a good possible. Sign. Yeah, it's possible that they might be kind of interested if somebody was to reach out to them. And also, Jen is doing a great job of kind of um, highlighting this. So the reality is, indeed, hardly ever takes the resumes down right? And so the candidate, when they find a new job, has to make an effort to go out and take it down. So you could actually be looking at a resume somebody last updated on Indeed seven years ago. So just heads up on that. Um, so relevance matters, um, time of update, and you can play with the filters to get that. But what is cool about this um, is that if somebody hasn't updated in three years, you might still reach out to them and they're like, hey, this was the day. Like my boss was a total bear cat yesterday and unfair and I'm going to respond. Uh, and that's one of the things that's a little different about direct recruiting versus ways, waiting for people to apply is that we go to them. And right now, I mean, I can't remember the exact stat, but it like 72% of employees are like moderately to actively disengaged. So they're very susceptible to that effort, um, which is again, why make sure your own house is clean. Um, but also it's not that hard to send that message and reach out and we might get them on the day that they're just sick of it, right? Or, you know, whatever happened, the company got sold and they're uncertain about their future. In sales, sometimes it's like they just changed my territory. They just changed my compensation. Like I'm much more open to a conversation today than I was last week. Um, so that's part of it. We got to reach out to people. And what I will say is all the outreach Jen is doing to people who have that industry experience, she might actually get responses from people two or three years later. Like I get them all the time. And in the world of search for me, I'm like, that's so long ago. I can hardly remember what it was, you know? Um, but those are people who are like, hey, I'm finally reaching out now. So they've kept that email. They've kept her contact information. And so all of that outreach may not go anywhere, but a lot of it will. And it'll be surprising to you how many people keep it and follow up later. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of share that as a, a definite bonus to it. And then um, kind of those save searches where you can get alerted about the new resumes, like working smart and hard, super good idea. Um, so obviously we're big fans of Indeed. It's the tool I would recommend for most people if you're going to pick one. Um, you can also get LinkedIn Recruiter Lite for about 150 bucks a month. They raise their prices um, and get some in-mail credits. I think it might be 30. 
Uh, and that's another place that you can definitely do some direct recruiting. Um, it is a little bit different. Indeed, if they respond, you get their contact information. There's some nuances. Um, and LinkedIn is historically going to be better for jobs where they're using a resume to get hired versus an application. And Indeed actually can run the gauntlet pretty well. So I would say if you're picking one, pick Indeed. Would you agree with that, Jen, or not? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but LinkedIn is definitely worth it if you're looking for some you know, accountants or um, sales reps, sales managers, branch managers, things like that, LinkedIn is going to be a good choice. And again, you don't have to pay to post the job on LinkedIn. You can just do LinkedIn Recruiter Lite and source. When you use LinkedIn Recruiter Lite, you get to see more than just your first connections and you get more filters. So these are two really inexpensive, low barrier to entry opportunities for you to go beyond just thinking about, I wish there was better people out there to actually taking action on it. Um, and in the interest of me trying to stay on point with our time, we're going to move on just a little bit um, and have Jen talk a little bit about, you know, some of the challenges of keeping track of everyone you're reaching out to, but also to share a little bit about how she uses the back end of Indeed to create the projects. Now, she's kind of getting to be more of an advanced player, um, but if you only have a couple of searches, you can use this. So would you mind, Jen, just kind of explaining how you can organize your work in the back end of Indeed? Um, so people can kind of understand how that would look. Yeah. So if you're recruiting on Indeed, if you're searching directly versus just waiting for someone to apply to your ads, you can create different projects. And so when you uh, reach out to someone directly, it allows you to assign someone to a project and you can assign someone to multiple projects because maybe somebody could work in multiple positions. It's almost kind of like tagging them. And so that that's kind of how I think of it is tagging somebody. And so it's nice too, because I have tried to work hard at working ahead. And so I'm not always just looking at just what we need right now, but what we kind of might need going down the road. And when I find somebody, I put them in my project, even if it's somebody that I don't want to contact today, or even if it's somebody that I didn't hear back from today, I put them in my project. And then that way, when that position does come that I need it, or I see that it's a you know, on the horizon, then I go to my project and I've already got this huge list of people that I can reach out to and I'm not starting from scratch. Yeah, that's such a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, we do need to be thinking ahead, right? And that is something that's been really challenging for a lot of building products companies is trying to think about what do I need to hire and getting ahead of it because hiring is very often reactionary, right? Somebody quit, you know, oh gosh, we just sold this. We got to do it. You know, it, it's not like we're strategic and intentional all the time. We might like to be, but we're not. Um, but I think most of the time, if you partner with your executive team, they have ideas of what's coming down the pipeline. They have ideas. And then you just say, you know, is there anything I should just be aware of and keep my eye open for? Right. Um, so I think that is a really great point that you brought up, Jen. And I think you know, unless you're getting really crazy and getting many things running at once, the back end of Indeed is probably a good starting point. Now, there's certain things where we, you know, this is very entry level uh, direct recruiting we're talking about, but it's one of those things where I just wanted everybody to have the chance to hear somebody who's in your industry, who's doing it and is getting great results because it's not just the door shop guys, it's other things that are coming in and lots of opportunities are happening. Um, so it's a great example. And I thank you so much for sharing, Jen. Um, I think this is super helpful. Of course, you know, feel free to reach out if you guys have questions. Otherwise, though, just be brave. Do it. It's not that big of an investment. 
you can reach out and talk to people. Um, one caveat, kind of keep in mind, there are some dead LinkedIn profiles, right, Jen? You're yes. not going to get 100% response rate, okay? <laughs> some of those people are dead. And some of them haven't looked at that email in 10 years. So just as a heads up. <laughs> so, all right. Anything you want to add before we close this episode out, Jen? Uh, no, I'd say give it a shot. It it really will change the, the game for you versus just sitting back and waiting for people to apply. You'll You'll be really surprised if you give it a shot. Absolutely. And on that note, if you want to check out my book, Higher power, everything LBM uh, or lumber building materials leaders need to know to hire in any market. It does talk and go into a little bit more detail about how you structure the search. And of course, we do trainings on it, but that's just something if you want to go further. Otherwise, hopefully we gave you enough idea and courage to start, uh, but definitely it's worth the effort. So I'm going to have Jen on again for another episode, and we're going to talk about why it's worth the effort. So stay tuned and make sure to pay attention for that. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Are you struggling to find, hire, and keep the people you need? If so, Building Gurus can help. From training and empowering your internal team to using our expertise to quickly fill your critical and urgent sales and leadership roles, Building Gurus can help you win the war for talent in the LBM and building products industry. Learn more at buildinggurus.com forward slash discovery.